Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash VHP and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash VHP. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast, where, yes, thoughts turn into banter. As always, I'm Spike Saltzer, and I'm joined by my dudes, Hayden Snook and Kyle Bargo. After a couple weeks of not being able to record much, we decided that this episode should be a little lighter and sort of ease us back into what we do best. So because of that, this episode will focus on some random facts that should blow our minds, and hopefully yours too. But before we start, let's get right into the news. What's new with you guys? Hayden, let's start with you. Spike, I am just always impressed with how great you read the intros. <laughs> They're so full of energy. It is unbelievable. I st- Once again, I know I said this last time. I, have, I can't see you guys' faces, so I have no idea if there's any sort of sarcasm behind it. No. Yeah, it's wow. Yeah. Does it, does it turn you on at all? Oh. Let's just say I've got a tingling in my wingling. Is that what, is that what you call your nipples? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, good Jesus. Lord, we're already there. We're back. Oh we're back. So, what's new with me? Next weekend, we have our annual... Oh, Bargo. Or is that Bargo or Spike? No. That's my sparkling water. Ooh, a sparkling water. <laughs> it's, it's apple f- flavored bubbly. <laughs> I'm saving all my drinking for this weekend, so no beer Amen. today. Amen. Yeah. So next week we have our annual family Fourth of July festival. Spike, you will not be attending because you're a jerk. And I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Bargo, you're still on the fence, I guess. I am on the fence. Shows how good a fence like you like guys are. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, it was ba- it's basically a fam- big family event where all family and friends gather and we drink a lot and we send shoot off a lot of fireworks and we party basically all night until we can't party no more and it usually ends with someone jumping in Nan's swimming pool. So <laughs> it does, yes, it does. <laughs> or or someone going behind the bush to try to hook up with somebody, but we won't discuss that. Anyway, it's not Fargo. us. It's not us. I promise. <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> No, I'm I'm excited for that. I think Brittany and I will be in attendance, and I'm sorry to hear that Spike could not not do what he has yeah, to do next week. I'm extremely disappointed, and I don't want to say anything because yeah. I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Here's my thing. So I I actually have to go to a uh, I have to go to some family event in Ohio, which first of all, Ohio freaking sucks. Yeah. They got but, Cleveland um, and Cincinnati. Yeah, and I, and I understand why my family wants me to go. It's 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 uh, part of my dad's side. My dad really only has a couple of relatives living, so I under I understand. Like I would go. My only thing, and it, it's uh, it's going to my cousin's graduation party, um, on my dad's side. I've only seen them twice, both at grant my grandparents' funerals. And so we're kind of using that as like a, an excuse to go and just kind of hang out and, you know, see them for the first time in like 12 years. The only thing that irritates me is why would you plan something like this on the weekend of 4th of July? That yep. makes no sense. Right. That makes no sense. No sense. So like, I don't care. Like I would go like, I'm just, I, I love, I love family. I will go. I will do that for my dad. I will do that for my mom, whatever. But to schedule something like that in July 4th weekend just makes no sense to me at all. Especially yeah. when they know that you have the Snook family for fourth yeah. fest. That is a tongue twister. Yeah. What's I, their last name, Spike? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know their last name and you're going to them over my family fourth fest, Spike? No wonder my dad won't ever give you buffalo chicken dip ever again. You're such an asshole. Get I'm crying on, right now. Kid. I know, I know, you, I know you can't hear me crying, but I'm crying. <laughs> that's so sad. But but yeah, so that's what I, I have my, to do. I think my dad just shouted, "That's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Todd Snook, everybody, the man. 
the myth, the legend. So for me, I'm going to kind of go sequentially with this. So we all went to Jared's wedding. I know the last episode, which got pushed out late, and that's on my back because I was in Paris. But the last episode, we kind of queued up from the week before, and we all talked about how much Jared's wedding was great, and that turned out good. It, it was an awesome wedding. We all had yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was true. Great um, time. Yeah, an absolutely great time. I can't really say anything that – I feel like anything I'd say would be – would disappoint, like, how – good i wouldn't be able to actually say how good it was because it was it was a lot of that fun. was and this sounds very very corny but i know you guys will agree that was as clear representation of true love as i can remember mm-hmm. oh, yeah Absolutely. when 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 she when kezia started walking down the aisle and we kind of all not we didn't watch jared it wasn't like we were all like is he gonna cry oh i we was just, watching jared you, yeah you just but you yeah. you want to see you know the groom's reaction mm-hmm. and as soon as the umbrella kind of like was the de- deflated or whatever or undone or whatever you want to say and her face was shown and he kind of started to get emotional like you just know right there like i don't know the whole entire wedding ceremony reception the first dance everything i i just knew like yep this is this is true this is real this is right it's for a lifetime no doubter Mm -hmm. and kind of how we predicted too so like i would say brock and jared's receptions both of their weddings were great their receptions were both equally great but the you can kind of tell like with Brock having already been married and yeah. also Brock being who he was like the emotions aren't flowing you know what yeah. I mean like Brock's yes. not an overly emotional person and normally Jared isn't either but you kind of see like how strong that love is right and we yes. all got like a first person view of that so it was really cool to be a part of that and and capture some of the funniest pictures that I've ever seen a spike in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm not drunk either. No, that, that's the best part about it. <laughs> it's just, so, I don't even know how to explain it. No. Well, you, you've said before on the podcast that you don't like pictures because no. you don't think you're very photogenic. But I'm not. I cannot, Spike, I cannot find a single picture where my eyes don't go straight to you because like, and you're not doing it on purpose, but like that one picture of, of Jared and Kezia where you're in the background, like just looking toward the camera, <laughs> <laughs> like pictures you're not supposed to be the center of attention of. <laughs> Everyone just looks at, cause it's just so funny and it's not, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. When I first saw that picture, it, first of all, for context for everybody, Kezia, the wife or the bride, bride yeah. was hugging someone from her family, I think. And it was like a really cute moment. And then there's me in the background, just like smiling, looking at the camera. But like, I, I remember like being in that area and I don't ever remember looking at a camera. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, even the reception pictures, I was looking through some of those and like, I, again, none of us really drank. Like we didn't drink. Spike and I didn't drink like throughout the day. And then even like when we had like the cocktail hour, like we weren't, drinking all that much but i don't no. remember hardly any of those scenarios where those pictures were taken like it was just either. it's just kind of like a gray area where you're just so like in the moment like you're so engulfed in everything that you just and that that's the way it should be but no it was it was really cool so congratulations again to jared and kezia they're gonna do yeah, great. that was awesome that was awesome for sure super proud of them so after jared's wedding which was saturday Sunday morning, Brittany and I drove to Baltimore and left for Paris, which was a week-long free trip that we won, which was really awesome, really exciting. We got there, and it wasn't too good to be true. We had a hotel room, which was in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to get there, and they're not going to know who the hell we are, (laughs) and then we're going to have to deal with all this on our back, but it was a really good time. We got to uh, see the Eiffel the way I kind of described it was, and Brittany wanted to do the same thing whenever we got there. It's kind of timely too, because our last episode was on our foods, favorite foods, mm-hmm. which we realized was a bad idea pretty, pretty quickly. Cause all of us got hungry and we weren't talking about nice, healthy salads. We were talking about foods that are guilty pleasures that we shouldn't eat, but we do eat. Um, Brittany and I decided early on in the trip that we were going to visit Paris with our eyes and not our mouths. So every single day we ate some sort of American fast food and it all had a little bit of a twist on it, which was really, really? strange. So McDonald's. So first off, 
and this is pretty much internationally. Like Pennsylvania's a little weird in terms like we're just now starting to get alcohol in grocery stores and at some restaurants that you think alcohol should be, but they just don't have licenses and stuff like that. Um, Pennsylvania is weird about that. The United States in general isn't all that weird. But if you go abroad, when I was in Germany, every grocery store, every fast food restaurant, whether it's a chain, whether it's small, they all have alcohol. The first thing we noticed, we walked into Chipotle and Chipotle had, uh, it was a bundle deal. If you got a bowl and a Corona, it was like a combo meal, but it was with the Corona, which was like, really? What? But I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. We went to McDonald's and I also never realized, I, I looked this up later because I was like, I wonder what all, because I just assume you go to McDonald's in China, Indonesia, Pennsylvania, France, like they're all going to have the same stuff, but, or at least close to it. But the food was just very different. It was a lot more expensive. Um, not to say it tasted any more expensive, but I think it's because portions are different in other countries. They don't eat as much as Americans, which is why mm -hmm. they depict us as these big fat slobs and whatever. So in instead of having a 10 nugget combo meal for like, I don't know what it is, maybe seven, eight bucks. They had an eight nugget combo meal and it was like 11 euros, which is like 1250. Really? So it was really expensive. They also, they had fries, but they also have potato wedges, which McDonald's potato wedges are fire really yeah. good and the sandwich i got was not a chicken bacon ranch a chicken bacon onion where the bun had onion powder baked into it it had like crackled like peppers on the top of the bun and then it was literally like take a raw onion cut it in thirds and put the top on the burger or on the chicken sandwich or whatever it was i think it was a chicken sandwich was it? Not bad, but my mouth was just so oniony from so many different oh, levels. Like it's one thing if you if you eat a salad and it has raw onion in it, but when you have onion powder, onion flakes, and an actual raw onion, it was like I brushed my teeth for like twenty minutes and I couldn't get oh. it off. <laughs> well, so speaking speaking about the alcohol, and mm -hmm. I've only I've I've only been outside of the country once, and that was to uh, Jamaica. So I haven't really gone to like a truly like. I, don't, I hate saying it's like truly like cultured place because Jamaica is mm -hmm. just pretty much like a touristy place. And that's about sure. it. It's like a resort. Right? I've, yeah. Yeah. But what I've learned from other people who visit other countries such as Italy, you know, Madrid, Barcelona, France, all those places mm -hmm. is that America views alcohol not in a wrong way, but in a very, very different way from the rest of the world. So the rest of the world alcohol is just something you drink like a delicacy a something you drink during a meal that's why germany and ireland or all these other countries you can drink so young because they're not like america they're not let's see how many beers we can drink in you know two hours there mm -hmm. it's just it's like their coffee right so to them it, it, it's it's just like a normalcy almost whereas comparison to us it's it's a lot different over here. The, the culture, the kind of vibe that goes around alcohol is a lot different. So I think that's why France, for example, it's just like, yeah, you, you drink a beer with a, with a lunch. Like it wouldn't even mm -hmm. shock me if, if it's okay, if like you're on your lunch break at work and you can just go have a beer quick. Oh, absolutely. And you I know, know I mean? Paris is obviously very touristy, but we saw it's, it's funny. Cause I think it's how New York city is too. From our, from when our, I remember we went with Rudd. But mm -hmm. people would sit outside. All the coffee shops are, uh, all the ch all the chairs are facing the traffic, mm -hmm. because it's like you're just grabbing a cup of wine or a a glass of wine or a beer, and there were just tons of people just sitting there talking in suits, just drinking a beer, watching the traffic go by, and watching all the tourists and seeing the city do its mad or work its magic, you know. So I don't think that it that is an issue. Whereas if I go down here and go to Fatheads and I order a beer. Everyone's going to be like, what the hell is he doing? And then my boss smells beer in my breath and it's like, oh, that you're out. You know what I mean? It's just not yeah. a normalcy, um, which again, I, I think it, it should be, but to each its own. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff about Paris. We got to climb the Eiffel Tower, which was really neat. Uh, we got oh, to yeah. walk the whole way up to the second level, which is kind of if you're look if you're thinking of the Eiffel Tower in your head, it's where it starts to slim down. And then you take an elevator up to the top. So it's we walked about halfway up the Eiffel. Um, that was really cool. Obviously, as touristy as you could get. 
um, pretty much anywhere. It was like like the Statue of Liberty in New York City. It's just nuts and chaos and people of every single race and culture and absolutely insane. Uh, we got to see Mona Lisa in the Louvre Museum, which was neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was also super touristy. So we, we accomplished all the touristy things we set out to do. Um, and then we also, part of the trip was going to see the USA soccer team play Sweden for the women's in the World Cup. Which Did they win that two nothing? Was that that won, one? Yep, yep. They won two nothing, and that was that's that such was, a great experience. It oh was such a cool experience. Like my biggest, the thing that sucks about the whole trip, which I use sucks very, like, very lightly, because obviously I wanted to go to Jared's wedding. I wasn't going to miss Jared's wedding for a soccer game, but everyone that went on the trip got to go to the Sweden game and the Chile game, which the Chile game was the one right before that. The one before that was Thailand, which was like the 13 goals or whatever crazy yeah. thing they scored. Um, but all the people that uh, had won the trip, which was the biggest mishmash of people, it's it literally, if you took 100,000 people and took 20 random people out of there, that's exactly what it was. And <laughs> it went from people that were very rich and very snobby to there were two guys from... Uh, from Houston, Texas, or there was one guy from Houston and either his wife or his girlfriend, and they wore Jadavian clowny jerseys to the soccer no. game, <laughs> which is hilarious. And uh, Rapino, Rapino, Megan, Megan Rapino, Megan Rapino, she was all, always on the uh, the left wing, facing us or like closest to us. And when the ball would be on the opposite side of the field, and this is coming from me, I don't know that much about soccer, but when the ball is on the opposite side of the field, you can't kick it the whole way across, so they're always going to leave her open. And the guy would stand up and he was drinking. He'd be like, pass it to her. She's wide open. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's like uh, it's like if you have a running back, like if you have a running play in football and the wide receivers like fake running down and the safety bails to go assist with oh, the run. Yeah. And someone's like, the running back just threw it there. The guy's wide open. Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. So, but yeah, it was cool. There were two people we met on the trip that live in state college. Would you believe really? that? Yeah, small world. Uh, I was three, gonna say, yeah, three total people, and they only had, I think they had four people from New York, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, like the the eastern region, northeast, and we were the four. They both are professors at Penn State, um, but they were very much like Juniadians type thing. The guy was getting his fourth degree, or thir- <laughs> third degree. I think oh, I think crap. Brittany corrected me on this before third degree and he was doing art architecture oh boy so he said that he had been to juniata to show his students on a field trip to show his students uh what a great fine delicacy our peace chapel was which is rocks in a circle so him and i didn't talk all that long uh (laughs) we didn't have all that much in common really seems like he has a lot of personality (laughs) yeah i would have thought we'd hit it off right um now, did he say that he enjoys playing at the Penn State golf courses? I didn't ask, but I could not imagine he plays golf. I should have asked, though, and he, he probably would have known you. Probably. You know, he's, he's, he's a guy that's there all the time. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy. <laughs> but Doesn't go home. <laughs> but overall, I mean, the trip was good. This has been a, a great week and a half, and it's about to be a great two weeks. Because Spike's update is, we are going us three, well more than us, but mm-hmm. including us three, we're all going to a craft beer, wine, and spirits fest at PNC Park. And for all you non-sports fans who are just losers in life, it is uh, the Pirates Baseball uh, Stadium, and it's widely regarded as one of the best baseball stadiums in the country, if not the world. Um, and we're going to be going to PNC Park inside of the stadium itself and just kind of enjoying ourselves, trying out different craft beers, wine and spirits. And I'm extremely excited. My personality is and you guys know this. I love trying different things. And one of those different things I love trying is different types of beer. The most random name or the most like random flavor somebody can give me. I enjoy trying that. So it's really cool because we already paid for our tickets. So we could literally just go in our. I'm I'm correcting that, right? We can literally just go in. You're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. So they give us they give us these little tiny cups. Uh, I went last year, and 
that's one of the reasons I recruited these guys because uh, I knew that they would like it. Um, but that's why I got as many people to come to this as I could because it was last year was the very first year they did this. Um, they've done it in uh, – they have two other beer fests that are run by the same company that are in the convention center in the fall, which is like the big Pittsburgh convention center. And there's another one that's out on, uh, I think, Highmark Stadium or Stage AE, which is like right in my backyard where I'm at now. But I haven't been to those. This was a lot of fun. They give you like a little tiny, like commemorative little mug. And it probably has like, probably it's probably eight ounces, seven or eight ounces. Uh, and you wait in line and you're able, there's like, I want to say, I don't want to over quote it, but I think it's like 400 ben- vendors or something like that, or 400 different beers from vendors. So you'd, you'd wait in line and it might be, I don't know, White Claw or Hoop Tea or whoever, and you get to choose what you want to try. Most of the people, once you get to the front of the line, will let you try everything if you're into that, uh, which is really cool. We got the VIP tickets, which is awesome. Uh, it was an extra $10, but none of us actually had to pay that because I think there's 19 people that I bought tickets for, which is pretty insane. But the group discount bumped that down. And they should pay you some commission, to be honest. They they really should. But you know, Spike, I texted this to you, and I don't remember if you got back to me or not, but one of the really cool things is Brittany and I got our tickets half off because yeah. last year I went and I gave them feedback, and it, it didn't seem to me like it would be a one-time thing um, to where it was like their first year and they wanted feedback. It very well could be, but... They, I gave them feedback and they sent me a voucher for half off the number of tickets I bought the previous year. So Brittany and I, I had two and Brittany and I got our tickets half off. So in theory, I'm going to be able to get 19 tickets half off next year. That's awesome. Which would be, I guarantee a lot of the people in the program, which is probably about eight to 10 people uh, in the program that I have at work. I guarantee not all of them are going to want to come again if they do great, but otherwise, uh, normally $75 ticket we'd get for like 30 bucks, 35 bucks, which is really nice. And and like Spike said, it's all complimentary. You get your glass and you go and drink whatever you want. You can get shots of, you can stand in a line that has no one. Ben will vouch for this. Ben went, uh, we waited in lines all day. The very first time we went and we went through this, it was tucked in the corner of PNC park on like the West side. Um, but there was like this little like gated area, almost like a concession stand area. And there was this big line to get in. So we all waited in this big line and it was for some type of beer. And then the line wrapped around like where the concession stand would normally be. Cause it was one of those kind of like at a Penn state game where there's a bunch of people, a cash register, a bunch of people to where there's like, they can have like four or five lines within that one stand. And all these different companies were there and everyone was waiting in this big line. Well, Ben found the bourbon line. And got like six shots of bourbon in like four minutes. So Jeez. if you want to get messed up, which Ben will, I guarantee Ben would not recommend that because Ben yeah. didn't have a great night after that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you can really, whatever you want to make of the beer fest, you can make it the beer fest. And since we're going to be in the evening, the view is going to be great. Looking at downtown I'm actually, Pittsburgh. I'm actually going to like kind of scout this out so like i'm gonna look at this page here that you gave me like the lineup Mm -hmm. and i'm actually gonna scout out some of these and kind of like rate and rank what i want to try um from like most excited to try to least excited because Mm -hmm. like i might as well because you know even even the grossest sounding stout for example which there is some gross sounding you know stout (laughs) beers out there which if anybody doesn't know like a stout and a porter are like really thick kind of black beers that have a lot of taste and are very, very strong. And there are some really gross kind of sounding ones, but like Mm -hmm. I I might as well just try as many as I can. And obviously I'm not going to get too bad. Um, But even, even wine, like I I was, we were talking before we got in the air here, even the wine, like I might as well try some of these. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Right. Well, I don't know if we talked about this at Brock's bachelor party. I might've brought it up. But do you know what the untapped app is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you use Where you can that? rate everything? Yeah. Because I feel like if you're trying, like I tried to do this last year. This is when I first downloaded the app. I don't remember if they were promoting it or someone told me about it. But to be able to just go from stand to stand, like keep track of what you like, especially someone like me that doesn't try new things often. And when I find something I actually like, 
that's like eye-opening to me and I want to remember what it was so I don't just have to order a Coors Light or a Gingling or an Icy Light everywhere I go. Yeah. Uh, so that I'm sure a lot of these companies, I mean, we looked at the uh, at the at the lineup of all the different places that are going to be there and all of them are pretty well established. Of course, you have some local people or some local places, but it's going to be that's something that we could definitely use too to keep track of things. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. And the, I think the one thing I didn't mention um, that this has included with it is that you actually can go down onto the field and you get to walk the bases, walk the That's outfield, awesome. and you also get to go in the dugouts. So last year, I don't know if it'll be the same, but last year they had someone standing in the dugouts to where you would hand them your phone and they could take a picture of you um, for photo ops. And then they had a person standing by like right on first base, there was the, uh, pirates parrot. So you can get a photo op with the parrot and then you're just able to walk around while you're drinking. It, it's, it's honestly a blast. We're gonna have a lot of fun with it. So super, super excited. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. And Hayden, I know you're excited. It's going to be a, it's going to be sure. a fun three, three days. Um, so before moving into the bulk of the show, just a friendly reminder that if you're picking up what we're putting down, we encourage you to subscribe on any one of our platforms, which includes iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio, which again. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> uh, leave a review with what you like, what you don't like. Again, I know we say this every single time, but it's true. Please, whatever constructive criticism you have, give it to us. All feedback is appreciated. If you have any ideas for future content, topics, or if you want to ask us some questions to be featured in one of our episodes throughout the mailbag, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Bacon House PC. Again, that's at Bacon House PC. So, guys, as we were kind of alluding to earlier, it's been a while since we've recorded. In fact, the last two episodes that we've uh, put out there were recorded a few weeks ago because summertime, as anybody else knows, is a very, very busy time for us where we all have a crap ton of stuff going on. So it's been very, very difficult to record episodes. So I don't know about you guys. I'm I'm pumped to be here tonight, though. I'm excited and, you know, it gives us an opportunity to talk to each other and why not just record ourselves? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Amen. So like I said earlier, I figured why not just kind of ease back in, into it and do some easy stuff. So I have a list of some crazy facts, not, not necessarily crazy, but just facts that I don't know, kind of surprised me. And um, I don't know if they'll surprise you. So I'll kind of start it out real light here. Some of these aren't very uh, mind provoking. Humans are the only animals that enjoy spicy foods. So Thoughts. how do they, so do you guys like spicy foods? We didn't even talk about this on the food episode. <laughs> um, it, not too spicy where it, it like you can't even taste the food. You just taste the hotness. So if you had to pick a scale of one to 10 for spice that you enjoy. 10 being the hottest one being yeah, nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I would say, oh, I don't really like spicy foods. I'd say probably four. I would say that's, seven. That's the, that's the absolute highest I'd go is four. I, I do not like, I do you not like two. You wouldn't ever go higher than four. Like I, w I would, but not if the spice just completely overtakes the actual flavor of the food. Mm. Hayden. Spicy foods for a spicy guy. Hayden. Okay. Okay. So for me, <laughs> I hate spicy foods that are dry rub. So like if it's just like that a it hot can, sauce, yeah. if it's yeah. a hot sauce, it could be the hottest hot sauce. Like I've never tried. What was the one that was well-renowned renowned for having like that crazy, you had to sign a waiver for the sauce. Oh man. You know was, it the, about? was it like, was it a type of pepper? It was like a ghost pepper, but was it a Carolina Reaper. Yes, that's what it was. But yeah. I forget what the, there was like a restaurant that served wings. You had to sign a waiver. Was it a Quaker Steak and Lube? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So something like that. I haven't tried that, but I like really hot sauces. But if you dry rub spice, I can't do it. I had uh, there's a guy in the office that he brings in spicy stuff all the time. He has spicy jerky, spicy peanuts, and if it was like I said, if it was like a sauce, I'm fine. But the dry stuff just gets in my throat and on my lips and I just can't do anything about it. I just, I die. Like it, yeah. it's, I don't know. And that's a good point. I mean, I'm sure there's not when, when we're 
I would go out on a limb and say that humans are a privileged race on earth because they are like the, we are the race that we kill things when we want to eat. There's not someone that's like, ah, we're going to kill a human because we're hungry. Like, yeah, we are, we are the race on earth and other species and animals on earth don't really have that privilege. So they're not going to eat things for enjoyment. They're going to eat things because they need to. You know what I mean? And also, how the hell do they determine, like, what do they do? Give give spicy food to chickens and be like, oh, they didn't like it. Like, I don't yeah, know how I, they determine that fact. I'm out here trying to, like, be a myth buster, but. I, I'd like to know, because the way it's worded is humans are the only animals that enjoy spicy foods. So mm. how do you know they don't like it? Or how do you know they don't just, like, tolerate it? You know what I mean? Because when you say humans are the only animals that enjoy spicy foods, I'm going to think that every other animal hates spicy foods. It's interesting that you say that because the other day I made these uh, dippy eggs and I love hot sauce on my eggs. And I I wasn't like done with the plate and I just didn't want to eat anymore. And I put the eggs down for my dog to eat and she literally wouldn't touch them. As soon as she like smelled the eggs I had and smelled the hot sauce, I think she just completely backed away. And I have never seen her back away from a plate of food ever. So huh. it's it's interesting. That is really weird. I wonder if I was about to say like I wonder if it's that it's just something new. But dogs are known to my dog will eat shit. You know what I mean? Like they they yeah. do whatever. And for him yeah. for for your dog to not do that is is very strange. Random question for you, Snook. Did you okay. like hot sauce on your eggs before going to Juniata, or was that a Juniata thing? No, I, I, like before and after. Okay. I mean, it was just I, I've always liked hot sauce on eggs. Gotcha. Um, although it, the funny thing is, you put hot sauce on your eggs at Juniata because the eggs, for some reason, didn't taste nearly the same as regular. Right, eggs. right. I don't know <laughs> if you kind of picked that up from from eating a baker for four years or not. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot of things on all of the food, to yeah. be honest, at Juniata. <laughs> Um, but what I was uh, going to say, my, you were saying about dry rubs. My dad just got a smoker and he made this, uh, dry rub jerky that had like, uh, peppers on it and stuff. You would not have liked it cause it was super spicy, mm. but that, that killed me and not to keep talking, but I, I realized that I really love super spicy things whenever I went to, uh, it's called Rob burritos in York. Yes. <laughs> And I got bang. I used I used the the spiciest sauce and I loved it, man. Oh, loved man. it, and so, it was it was really hard on the throat, but it was super good. I have not met anyone that doesn't like raw burritos if they tried it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, are they just a York thing? Yeah, is, it's just York. Yeah, that that's incredible because uh, Rachel Pepsi's girlfriend that's her favorite place to eat ever. Brittany loves it, and then. Uh, when my mom and Eric lived in York while he worked up in York, they lived there for like seven, eight months. My mom went back and forth, but they almost religiously ate raw burritos like two or three times a week. They ate raw burritos because they just loved it so much. That's crazy, but very good burritos. If you guys are in the York Lancaster area, stop by raw burritos, free advertisement, (laughs) raw burritos, get the burritos. There it is. See, this is why we put Spike and let him do all of this and let him do the introductions. Like that right there was imagination and creativity <laughs> that I could not have come up with. Bargo, how about you and I just stop the podcast right now and then Spike can just take it all over from here. So it would literally be the logo, but we just take our faces off and it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just li- it would literally would be a vacant house. Just- <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> we'll still have to, i'll still have to edit it i mean <laughs> yeah you guys still yeah. do the other stuff <laughs> we're not out of it completely but spike yeah. just does the actual show we're like his per- oh my god it, it, if we did do that like it wouldn't even be like i have to edit it and hayden has to do the post it would be that i have to set up my laptop and wait for spike to start the show <laughs> and give him the countdown we would literally be producers wait, wait for me to be done talking <laughs> yeah. Spike, you done yet? No, no, 15. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Goodness. All right. Next one. And I don't really think this is too shocking. 
Um, if if you if you think about it, potato chips cause more weight gain than any other food. That doesn't surprise me. That does, that's not too shocking. Now, if you asked me what food is like the leaning weight gainer, I don't think I would guess that. But now that I read it, it's not like the most shocking thing because if you think about it, who just gets one handful of chips when they open a bag? Freaks. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like if you if you get if you open a fresh bag of Hartley potato chips or Middlesworth or whatever your favorite kind of chips is, and you take two out and you're done, like you're weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're or you're a lot more uh, self controlled. Yeah, you have a lot more control and yeah, you you know yourself and you're you disciplined. Discipline is the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was the. Was that what we all? And it was a while ago that we did that. Like you said, like two weeks ago that we recorded. But was that the food that we all said was kind of like our guilty food? I think what it was, was for the most part. Potato chips. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And I said uh, that if anyone wasn't a Hartley's household, I wouldn't eat at any That's chip right. at their house. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I cut my mouth on a potato chip for the first time this past weekend. Like to where Big it actually yikes. hurt. Have you ever done that? I I've gotten really bad like cold sores in my mouth from eating potato chips. You ever do that? No. Whenever you eat potato chips one day and then you wake up and you have a cold sore on the side you chew on. No, it's, I've never had. That. Yeah, I I have done that. I've gotten that before, but that's probably because I'm a fatty and eat too many potato chips. I don't believe that. Man, I'm I'm on this trend of really on this weight with all this weight loss thing going on. I'm on this trend of just beating myself down. I was gonna say, like you, yeah. you've lost a lot of weight, and the the insult, the self insults are coming out hot tonight. I I think it's just because I'm like feeling more confident in myself, mm. and right. I, I'm realizing like the way I was living, I truly deserve to be called a fat piece of crap. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, as you say that on the uh, on the article that Spike's reading these off of, I have an ad for Dairy Queen, <laughs> and I'm like, mm. but uh. We always joke at this house because Peps always says that he cuts his mouth on potato chips so often that's why he doesn't eat them. And we always called him a puss because I've never heard of anyone cutting their mouth on a potato chip. And if you guys remember, my favorite chips were Ruffles potato chips. The Ruffles wavy. They are. And and you would think of all chips to cut your mouth on, it would be a Ruffles wavy. But I don't know. It was It was a very bad experience. I wouldn't recommend cutting your mouth. On anything. Especially, That's probably good. Yeah. <laughs> don't cut your wrist. Cut your mouth. Whoa. You, you don't, Whoa. Oh, don't, don't you dare give me a whoa. whoa. Don't Come give me on. a whoa. You're in no hey, position to give speaking me a whoa. Of, speaking of depression and suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. No, this is, this is serious. Uh, if you are involved in the world of internet, uh, I want to say RIP Etika. And that is final. Who is Etika? Okay. Do you want me to explain it? Give, I don't yeah, want to give, give, give me too much Give me the TLDR. Okay. Etika is a popular YouTuber, and he did a lot of kind of reaction videos, and he also did like dark web d- deep dives kind of videos. And it, he suffered from a lot of mental illness, and it was very public about it. And he, he really did some like damage to his public image through it and a couple days ago he released a video that was titled i'm sorry and it's basically a it was basically a suicide note and he went missing and unfortunately yesterday they found his stuff on top of the manhattan bridge in new york i didn't see this and today uh they found his body at pier 16 which is only a half mile away from the manhattan bridge and he unfortunately took his own life yeah and it's, it's super depressing and sad because it it goes to show how much of an impact the life of social media can actually have on you because that was like in his last words too how he let social media basically over like overtake his life and he, he the the things on social media that weren't you aren't like true you know what i mean it's not mm-hmm. people's true lives it's not their day-to-day life that they right. post but he let that affect him. And he even said that in this video and he made a big apology to everybody. And unfortunately he, he actually did end up taking his own life and it's pretty sad. That is sad. 
I actually uh, I didn't realize who that was. I I knew him as Desmond Demofa, whatever his actual name was, because I yeah. saw a. Uh, was this yesterday or two days ago? Today is when they found the body, but okay. they found his stuff a day or two ago. With like the suicide note video and stuff, right. I imagine. Because I mm-hmm. saw on the uh, on the gaming subreddit on the front page, it said that he was missing, and then they updated it as as time went by today. But it was like really, it was really high because I guess yeah. he had a pretty decent following, right? Yeah, he he had a very big uh, YouTube stream. Like he was like one of the top YouTube streamers. Rather than like on Twitch, he had a very big following when streaming on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, that's a shame. What other crazy well, facts? Next do we fact. And <laughs> happier news a jellyfish's mouth is also its anus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, folks, if, if you're really reading into this, a jellyfish eats through its butt and poops through its mouth, and vice versa. So if you're uh, a jellyfish and you're eating something, yes, because you can eat and poop right now. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, if you're eating and poop, like do you choose? Because you know how you can choose to poop. Yeah. But sometimes you don't have the choice if you're if you've eaten something that's not really like it's going right through you kind of deal. Uh huh. So imagine being a jellyfish with that. Like I don't know how that would work. Like think about you're a jellyfish. And they don't care about spicy food because we're the only ones that care about spicy food. You're you're a freaking jellyfish that wants to eat something and shit comes out of your mouth. How's that going to taste? Not good. I'm trying to think. That's gross. It's kind of cool. I just, I just sent Spike, you guys I a swear, if, if you the... shit and ate out of the same, what did you, you call it, a crevice? Same hole yeah. in your mouth? Yeah. You think that'd be cool? Now I wonder if it tastes anything. Oh so I wonder God. if it has. I wonder if it's more of a mouth or more of a butthole. In that, in that, you know, when we put things in our mouth, we taste it, and when it comes out of our butt, we don't taste it; we just feel it. So I wonder if when it eats, it just feels like it's putting something in its butthole, or when it poops, it can taste it. Jesus. So if you have to poop though, yeah, and you're eating, yeah, the what do you food do? you just ate's gonna come out first, and it's not gonna be processed. Yeah. If you look How's in the chat, work? boys, I just sent a GIF of how a jellyfish eats. Okay. And to eat another jellyfish? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. That's cannibalism. <laughs> so it puts a jellyfish up its butt and then poops it out of its mouth. That's how I'm going to go with this. I'm going the weird way. <laughs> or it put it up its butt and then pooped it out. Yeah. I'm so does jelly, jellyfishes have noses? When they sneeze, is it also eating? Everything is out its butt. <sighs> the jellyfish, if we can learn one thing today, jellyfish is just one giant butthole. <laughs> I'll have to think of that whenever I'm down at the beach this year. Whenever yeah. we're all together. Yeah, if you see a jellyfish, be like, look at that. That's a butthole. <laughs> Did you guys know that Australia is larger in <laughs> diameter than Pluto? Did not know that, but it makes sense. Isn't that crazy? Is not a planet. Literally? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I will always defend Pluto. Don't tell me you're a defender of Pluto. In the day of self-identification, Pluto identifies itself as a planet. Don't ask. Amen. Don't ask. Hallelujah. All right, Spike. Hail the trans. There's a lot of things that I've said on this podcast that I come back and I regret, like the 300 and Gladiator conversations that maybe maybe I didn't have the right opinion on, even though it is an opinion. It's the right opinion. (laughs) <laughs> i didn't mean to bring that back up again uh so you're so against conspiracies and flat earth but you think pluto is still a planet uh yeah how is that any different from our earth being flat what do you mean that's extremely different our childhood different. our whole childhood we were raised to know that pluto was a 
uh, we were planet. raised to not and, bully and, anybody, and we're bullying Pluto out of its oh. planet, planetary value. Also, as you said, in the world of identification and, you know, you know, whatever. But <laughs> in the world of that today, if Pluto feels he's a planet, then he's a planet. I'm also a planet. Congrats. Don't congratulate me. No, congratulate <laughs> Don't me. Don't you dare. You're a weirdo. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I am planet number 16. Very okay, good. Here's a weird one. Alaska is the most western and the most eastern state in the U.S. How does that make any sense? So here is the, and by the way, for any copywriting purposes, this is bestlifeonline.com. So it's really short here. It says, it's crazy but true. Alaska is the most western state stretching to the edge of the western hemisphere at the 100 degree at 180 degree line longitude but the islands also stretch past the 100 degree line of longitude toward the russian federation into the eastern hemisphere so it stretches across both hemispheres that's why i see that now i'm looking at a world map so on a world map yes yeah and i mean i guess if that's if the world map is how they do the hemispheres yes but like if you just look at the u.s it doesn't make any sense you know i know that's crazy. The crazy thing is that carrots were originally purple. <laughs> Where'd you find these? <laughs> I love it. Like, like when I say when I say when I say get ready for these mind blowing facts, and then my facts are carrots were originally purple. You know, it's it's not even like that. Okay, that's a crazy fact. But what's crazier is someone wrote this article that combined <laughs> like what do you do to search like if none of these articles exist how do you find crazy facts well and that's that was my thing when I searched this I was honestly expecting to see like a bunch of like kind of like deep sea things and space things and sure. like this thing is as big as this this thing is wait you know not not you know carrots were originally purple or you know just a bunch of these weird things I, I don't know it, it's it's crazy. I'm looking up. Did you know that Shakespeare invented the name Jessica? Whoa. Boring next. What? Boring. So literally anybody who is named Jessica, I hope you know that you were named after somebody who wrote plays like just a couple you hundred years ago. You ain't shit, bitch. No, yeah. I mean, that's so subjective. How can you say Shakespeare did it? Hold on. Let me go to the thing. Okay. Well, it can't be proven that he invented it per se, but the first uh -huh. written but the first written instance of the name is found in one of his plays, The Merchant of Venice. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to create a name. It's going to be Hayden Spike Alufagus and I'm going to write it down and I'm going to publish it. And then I'm going to be on one of these facts in 100 years. Honestly, we keep creating some really weird and stupid names, so 300 years from now, I guarantee that will be Spike, give me a weird, stupid name right now. Rabbitflavin. Oh, that meant something new. Oh, that is new. <laughs> right. Okay, I, I got one. Some, I got do you think one. there's someone named Rabbitflavin? I hope. Let's hear it. Shaquifagus. Shaquifagus, yeah. <laughs> it's like a sarcophagus, but a Shaquifagus. <laughs> Shaquifagus seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite name has to be Ladasha, but like La Dash. Ladasha. Uh, and Shathid. <laughs> Shathid. Oh my gosh. That picture of me is so bad. Mine's probably what? Renee. <laughs> Renee? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't even look like I have a chin don't in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't have a chin in these pictures. Oh. I hate I hate my picture being taken. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a good picture though. I hate I hate. Odd, it. Odd you make that your Facebook profile picture. Odd. No, odds. No, Come flamingos on. flamingos turn pink. No, no, well, no, no. if you don't no, make no, no. it your profile picture, it's gonna be the logo for this podcast. So, <laughs> no, it we're on a live show. Everyone's listening. Give me the odds of what profile picture? Yeah, yeah, one in ten. Snook, do you feel confident? Okay, I will do the I will do the three, two, one, Bargo, and you, you, you guys both say it at the same time. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. 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 Three
three, two, one, nine. Damn it. Ooh, damn. Oh, okay. You live to see another day. Okay, can I talk about flamingos now? Sure. (laughs) They turn pink from eating shrimp. They eat shrimp? They turn pink from eating them. What color were they? Let me check. Let me go back up to flamingos here. Uh, flamingos are born with a with the kind of a grayish color. Huh. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah. So they're not pink only because they ate shrimp. It, they're pink because over time they ate yes. so much shrimp that it gen- uh, genetically changed their. So they are color, born right? and they become no. Okay. I see. That makes sense. Also, how is a flamingo born? Did you ever see a flamingo lay an egg? I, I have never seen that in my life. I don't it know. seems like it's video time. <laughs> it's one of those things that you've... <laughs> like, when you ask that, like, no, I haven't seen one, but I want to. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm going to look it up. What the hell? Okay, so you type in flamingo giving birth. The first thing that comes up is flamingo giving birth downtown. Really? Because I get flamingo hatching and feeding. Oh, I typed in giving. Flamingo giving birth. And the first result is flamingo hatching and feeding for me. Oh, that's weird. Okay, let's watch this video. Send it. Sending Hey, hey. All right, ready? Oh man, yeah. All right, ready? Three, oh, two, one. Oh great. It's in Japanese. Thanks for finding a English one. You're welcome. Oh my god, they're so ugly. What's on the feet? The sand? Is that really the sound they sand make? And salt. All right, I okay. fast forwarded. It's not. Yeah, it's not forward. much different than a than a bird getting. Dude, that thing's hatched. gross. I'm sorry. Oh, they have a crazy nest, though. You see the size of that nest? Yeah, I think it's humongous. Okay, let's move on. Okay, well, when written down, the word "almost" is the longest word in the English language to have all of its letters in alphabetical order. That's pretty crazy. That Literally, is, that is a good crazy fact. Only six letters in the entire English language. That's the biggest word that they can find that all the letters are in alphabetic order. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. That like one's that. really cool. Yeah. Like, I was trying to think of other words, and that's just crazy how just six letters. Like, think of all the huge words there are. Which I guess it gets, obviously, it gets smaller and smaller chances the more letters there are. But still, only six. You would think it'd be a lot more than that. Hmm. Agreed. Put a pillow put a pillow on your fridge day is celebrated on the 29th of May in Europe and USA and it supposedly brings good luck and wealth to the household. Have you guys been putting pillows on your fridge on the 29th of May? Every year. Every year since the incident. Since the incident. <laughs> I got one off your list, Spike. Go that ahead. I find really interesting. Artist Salvador Dali would often get out of paying for drinks and meals by drawing on the checks making them priceless works of art and therefore uncashable. <laughs> Goodness. What a brilliant person. That is. That's really smart. Uh. Here's here's one that kind of goes with pop culture. The least financially successful Harry Potter film made approximately $90 million more than the most successful Twilight movie. Wow. Holy crap. Hmm. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of difference from the worst to the best. Yeah, but it's yeah, Twilight. But still, that was a huge movie. Twilight yeah. was shit. It was absolute shit, but it was huge shit. Imagine, like, do you remember in middle school when these movies came out and everyone was like, we gotta read the book before we see the movie? Yes. Yeah, there are people like that with Game of Thrones, and they're still reading the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's absolutely ridiculous. What other ones you, in here? Yeah, I'm looking I'm at trying to look. See, some of these, like I said, some of these I was looking up aren't like the craziest. They're just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point in the history of the VHP podcast, 
we will have an episode where we have already kind of looked at all of these and we'll have a huge list of actual facts that are just like, are you kidding? I do yeah. think, however, the jellyfish with a butthole is cool. I don't necessarily think it's cool, but it's interesting. It's very cool. So one of these on this best life list that I think is interesting is that bigger forks lead you to eat less. Did you see that one? So it makes your food look smaller. Therefore, what? Is that, yeah. Is that well, I think it's portions. So it said a study in the Journal of Consumer Research found that when diners were given smaller forks, they ended up eating. Wait. What? They said when they were given smaller forks, which with which to eat their meals, they ended up eating less. According to the researchers, this is because the smaller forkfuls of food lead diners to feel like they are not making much of a dent in consuming their food and hence satisfying their hunger. So smaller forks don't make you go as far, which means you end up eating more because you're not seeing the food go off the plate. But huh. still, the food's coming off the plate. Like Makes sense. Oh, hmm. boy. Best life so, needs a new writer. I have, a, I have one that is pretty interesting and I think it might be the end all of all facts. I hope. And it is that you are three times more likely to get a virus on your computer from a religious website than a porn website. Really? Hmm. And I'm guessing it's because there's probably more tech savvy people working at a porn. Very true. Religious. Well, think about what person's managing their church's website. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I mean, if they're Catholic, point. if it's Ouch. Catholic, you might as well go to a porn site. But okay, never mind. Oh no! Oops, yikes. sorry, Aldo. Oh <laughs> yikes! At oh, Aldo, man. Also, I just want to take a moment this podcast to say, Josh Trone, get in your money for vacation. <laughs> All right. Tell, tell, I, give, give me the context of that, please. We're going on vacation, and he is literally the only one who hasn't given me money yet to to pay for this vacation. And he's saying, oh, I'll give it to Bargo, and Bargo will Venmo it to you. Why can't you just download Venmo, Trone, and just put in your debit card one time and then delete your account? <laughs> so Trone doesn't believe that Venmo is a secure application. Oh, my God. And, and listen to this. So, like, I've seen instances, Tommy, my roommate, got his Venmo hacked, and they drained his bank account. And his bank account had to reimburse him. Thankfully, they did. But the person that drained it through Venmo got away, and Tommy refuses to use Venmo now. So he uses Zelle, which is a, a equivalent to Venmo that's created and produced and maintained by, like, big banks of Nationwide or whatever. Trone doesn't believe that Venmo... He thinks that... Last time I talked to him, which was a while back, about Venmo, I tried to get on get him on the train here, and he wasn't having any of it. That's whenever he said that he was going to – I don't know. What the hell was he saying in the in the group chat? He just kept confessing his love to you, Snook. Yeah, because like I, I said, Trone, I need your money. And he was like, I love you. <laughs> but he says that he thinks if you use any sort of mobile banking or uh, – Venmo or anything, the government's taking your money. If the government wants my money, they're gonna take my money. I would yeah, rather, regardless have, of where it's at, I would rather have the flexibility and not have to drive. Trent lives forty-five minutes away from me, 30, 45 minutes away. He's gonna have to drive here if he wants to give me his money. So I told him, "Hey, you should give your money to Aldo, and Aldo can Venmo at the Snook." And I think that's what he's planning to do. Um, if I don't hear from him, maybe on Sunday after we wake up from the beer fest we can make a trip the down there and break Sunday. we could well we can break we can go bust his door down at his house like yeah. it or no we could boot his car <laughs> we should boot trent's car we should we should wrap his car in like industrial wrap film <laughs> that will stick to like it's meant to ship overseas like kind of film he would have to spend hours getting rid of it i'm in Poor or we guy. can give him a paint job with a bunch of different colors of paint. So I think I'm going to send that into the group chat. I'm going to tell him his punishment if he doesn't pay up. 
I like that. You guys, you guys are horrible people. You, we really should boot his car, though. Do you know where you can no. buy a car boot? Is that something you can buy? I bet you can. Look it up on eBay. That's what I'm doing. Car boot. <laughs> are we done? <laughs> oh, just about. Oh, you can buy this up. You can buy a car boot for 35 bucks on eBay, brand new. Is that not worth, I guess, how much? Okay, maybe that's not worth it. <laughs> Anyways, Spike, would you like to close out this episode? I, I would. I would indeed. And real quick, I wanted to end it on a high note, though. The population of Ireland is still 2 million less than it was before the Batana famine 160 years ago. So that, that's a good way to end it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. I thought that one was interesting. <laughs> well, okay, then. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Vacant House podcast. We're going to wrap this one up. Like I said, we haven't been recording in a while, so we wanted to kind of ease you guys back into it, kind of give like a fun little episode with some little-known facts here, um, kind of update all of you what's been going on in our lives, what we have going on in the next couple of weeks. But we promise to uh, be putting more episodes out there, bigger, better, more conversation, funnier, even though we're not that funny probably. But, uh, of course – Hit us with a like and follow us on our social media at Vacant House PC. Again, at Vacant House PC. And again, let's keep those reviews flowing to let us know how we're doing. Constructive criticism. We love it. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. We love you. And keep those thoughts alive. Mm-hmm.